Hey dear listeners looking to start your own podcast so get ready with anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast now let me explain you know this is free anchor is totally free uh, you know there's a creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer and it will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard anywhere like spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money from podcast also with no minimum uh, listenership so dear friends get started with anchor and get connected don't forget to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Welcome to Inner Sculpting. Today we are going to start Book of Esther. Let's begin with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything, Lord. Thank you for your grace and unconditional love on us. We cannot do anything without your presence, Father God. With your Holy Spirit, we ask you to give us your knowledge and discernment to understand the world. Whatever we do is to bring glory to you alone, Father God. Lord in the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ we pray and ask amen So dear listeners let's start the book of Esther God raises up unique women who relentlessly hear God's voice and pursue his will God's power and provision are the central points of this book God was protecting his people and working out his plan for them even when they are captives and a hostile rule. God's power is seen in the overthrow of Israel's enemies. It is important to note that God used human beings to accomplish his purpose rather than doing it directly himself. We must be ready at all times to do as god directs regardless of our situation so the book of esther tells us about the history changing event that took place after the persians had destroyed babylon while many jews were still living as captives in babylon the story concerns a young jewish woman named esther who became part of the persian king xerxes or we call king ahasuerus and in this story haman an evil official of the king sought to destroy the jews because he was insulted when esther's cousin did not bow down to him but esther tactfully intervened and saved her people from this fate haman was executed and after some civil strife things quieted down once more this remarkable deliverance of the jews was celebrated by a feast called purim which remains till to this day here esther is the star of this book esther means star her hebrew name was the name hadassah which means myrtle and myrtle is a tree that species put out 
puts out a flower that is like a starburst so some think that there is a relation between uh, these two names but really she is the star of this book but god is behind her god is giving her protection god is giving her provision and the beauty of this book is though god is not apparently in the book god is in the book in the whole book of bible he's just not overtly in the book not in a miraculous way not in a audible way not in a part or uh, the red sea kind of a way or a manna come from heaven kind of a way but he is behind the scenes and he moves all the scenes by standing behind you won't find his name in this book but you will find the characteristics of god in this book the characteristic of providence god's providence is different than his miracles god intervening in human affairs is a miracle as said in romans 8:28 to those who love god are called according to his purpose is it he takes the affairs of normal everyday human life decisions that people make laws that politicians pass accidents that seem to happen and he moves in those things so that all things work together for good so let's move on to the story now as i said to you this is the story of a girl a jewish girl who gets elevated to princess and queen uh, in a pagan court but god has her there for a very specific reason and uh, particularly this reason which she doesn't know it until the story unfolds but she will discover in the normal occurrence of life what god wanted her to do israel or judah was taken captive by babylonians and then the babylonians was taken captive by the medes and the persians and then the decree went back for the jews to return to their homeland and very few went back like uh, around 50000 or so went back from persia to jerusalem so the book of esther is divided into three sections like chapter 1 and 2 the first section is supernatural providence third to fifth chapter we find the satanic plottings and the last part of the book from chapter 6 to uh, 10 we find the sovereign protection of god now the book of esther opens with a party it came to pass in the days of ahasuerus this was the ahasuerus who reigned over 127 provinces from india to ethiopia Ahasuerus is better known in history by his Greek name Xerxes spelled as X E R X E S. Ahasuerus means mighty man even lion in the Akkadian language. So King Ahasuerus sat on the throne of his kingdom which is in the which is in Susa or Shushan the citadel of one of those four kingdoms uh, cities in the Persian empire. and in the third year of his reign he made a feast for all of his officials and his servants 
the powers of persia and media the nobles and the princes of the provinces being before him when he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom and the splendor of his excellent majesty for many days nearly 180 days in all this is six months long party and which is in the year 483 bc having ever tried to find out why is this party actually happening so let's find out if we go back to history it is believed by the scholars the reason for a long feast was to sell them a war plan they need to go to war he needs to get an army he has to fight this incursion of the greeks like out west there's a king that is on the rise named uh, philip of macedon and it is the rise of the grecian empire which will soon take over the entire world so this six month long party bringing in these different governors of the city states that are under his control which he has to manage very delicately now eventually he is going to lose because the greeks are going to overthrow the world is it now philip of macedon will have a son named alexander we know alexander right in schools we have learned in history so who thought he was really great and he was he was alexander the great and he takes over the world takes over the persian empire so that the first world governing empire was babylon the second medo persia and the third was greece alexander will quickly take over the world he will put pockets of greek culture all over the world he will build a road system that will later be expanded on by the romans so that the time of the new testament the world speaks a common language and the gospel can travel on this network of roads built by romans started by the greeks and the gospel can travel in the most precise language ever the greek language so we are starting to see behind the scenes god setting up just the perfect events for the new testament to happen galatians chapter 4 verse 4 in the fullness of the time god sent forth his son born of a virgin born under the law so here we find in the fullness of the time when the time was ripe and just quite right so six months feast followed another feast of seven day feast and it seems that the king is thanking all of the officials i mean in the palace he is thanking officials for helping him put up on the first feast that's a background actually so uh, another side like queen vashti wife of ahasuerus also made a feast for the women in the royal palace as per the social customs men and women should not eat together this custom is still in the east in many places thank you for listening we'll continue this in the second episode bye bye take care god bless you all